Hey, my friends, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Real Live Talk. It's just such a privilege and an honor to uh, have the opportunity to share with you here in this way. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, yeah, for this conversation, I sat down again with my uh, best friend, Dan Fisher. Uh, Dan has been a pastor for a number of years, and this is an interesting conversation because right now, he and his family are uh, currently in this transitionary period where they're just waiting on the Lord. They they sensed from the Lord and their leadership was very much involved and on board with the decision that they were in a transition that they were that God was moving them toward a transition to move on to uh, the next adventure, the next uh, stage of life and ministry. And so uh, they'd been in the same pastoral um, ministry position for. I think like 15 years or something like that. And now they're kind of in this waiting period, just trusting God in a new way. And it's a, just an interesting adventure that they're on. And so in this conversation, we talk about transition. We talk about waiting on the Lord, trusting God, resting in the Lord. Uh, Dan also shares a little bit about some other things that have uh, transpired in his life over the past couple of years, um, dealing with um, cancer and just trusting God through that process and seeing God just do m amazing and miraculous things and just proving himself faithful over and over again. And so this is a really uh, just cool conversation. It's an interesting conversation because it's happening right now <laughs> as the conversation takes place. And it's just cool to see the work that God is doing in Dan's life and in the life of his family. So thank you guys again so much for joining me. And uh, now I hope that you enjoy this conversation with my uh, good friend, Dan Fisher. All right. We're live. We're doing it. What's happening, man? Uh, not much, man. Doing good. How about yourself? How's life and things? Life and things are uh, are both good, and um, <laughs> I remember we used to always ask each other that, like, like how's life? And they'd be like, life is good. How's stuff? And they'd be like, I don't know if you remember that or not. Anyway, um, yeah, it's not worth bringing it up. Life but anyway, and stuff yeah, and so things. Yeah, life and stuff and things and cosas. I think we would throw <laughs> Spanish in there too. It'd be like cosas are good too. Um, <laughs> I do remember that. I do. I had, a, I had a vague memory of that. Awesome. I'm glad it wasn't okay. So yeah, but no, but we're good, man. Um, we're good. We're hanging in there, and uh, just uh, it got. Uh, what what did it? Did the weather? Did it get super cold where you are? Yeah, it man. Got down to like the 30s here. Yeah, dude. It's like we had like a frost warning, and I saw some frost on the ground yesterday. Like the last day of summer happened and then it checked out like fall hit immediately. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my shift is over. And uh, so it got pretty much cold immediately. They were saying like, yeah, it's already, yeah, it got cold, cold. And even like the ocean temp nearby is that they said is 10 degrees colder right now than this time last year. Um, wow. So yeah, it's significant warming. Yeah. That's oh, like <laughs> not. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, that hurricane came through. We had the remnants of Ian, like, uh, and it just kind of sat on New Jersey for like three days, just rain and rain, maybe five days. I don't know. But, but yeah, man, it got cold quick. But if Bama's getting that cold, if it's getting, you know, it's, you know, it's cold, cold. Yeah, I'm thinking we must be in the clear, like global warming is over. Right? Is that what it has? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Whatever it's hey, doing outside, like, that's the whole know, climate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like from Alabama to New Jersey, that's about what, like twelve hundred miles. We should be, we should be good. 
but anyway yeah no but um we are yeah like my windows were icy this morning and oh, stuff wow. when i when i get up to take my kids to school yeah and it's like dark still which is crazy like when i take the kids to school in the morning it's well when i take elijah to school uh he goes in early he goes he, he's got a he, he gets there at like seven but yeah it's like still like way dark and then um yeah ice on the windows and all that kind of stuff for yeah. alabama that's significant Mm -hmm. yeah i'm pretty sure tomorrow it's going to be back in like the 70s though <laughs> <laughs> nice it doesn't yeah. last very long so i guess global warming no i'm just kidding. just but took anyway, a day yeah, just man. took a day off <laughs> just took a day off uh but yeah man it's um really cool too uh thanks for thanks for doing this appreciate you well uh i don't know man i don't know where we're going with this but before, <laughs> before we before we do anything serious i uh just wanted to kind of edify myself and so I thought we'd talk about the Giants a little bit, man. Los Gigantes. Five and one, man. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. Um, but I'm. I'm just taking it one day at a time. I. Uh, I continue <laughs> to have. I continue to have no expectations, and so <laughs> I can't be let down. I can only be excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way to handle the Giants. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that's how I handle most life. I think just no Set expectations. The bar extremely yeah. low. My sister Kim posted a photo on Facebook this morning because it got because it was cold up there. So she had her. Uh, she's a Cowboys fan, and she put on her Cowboys slippers, and she was like, "Time to break out the Cowboys slippers." And it's just a picture of like her wearing the Cowboys slippers. Yeah. And I said something like, "Like, yep." keeping those cowboys where they belong under the feet of people in Jersey <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> something stupid like, or no getting stomped on by people in New Jersey. There it is. Like there it is. Which is like totally inaccurate. Cause that's the one game that we lost this season. Yeah. I didn't, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what that's that out of all that to think that our division are going to be potentially the toughest games for the season, but, but it's, yeah. uh, it's been interesting for sure. We've been uh, very pleasantly surprised. My it's, this is the first time I think the giants have been good in my son's lifetime so he doesn't know what to do with himself and he's just super excited he's like usually we are the ones that lose the games in the fourth quarter and uh so yep. he can't he's beside himself he loves it yep turning that all around um new coach i'm excited uh, yeah for sure i think it's uh it's awesome yeah yeah man i was like losing it when uh uh in the game this sunday when Saquon was like about to run in for a touchdown and then he just went down <laughs> on the one yard line on purpose. I was like, dude, that is that's amazing. I was so happy. Yeah, it's classy. Yeah, yeah. That was that was good. I was just so confused. I'm like, I don't know what makes the most sense. Like, should he have just gone seven more? And uh I had no idea. I don't know the strategy. I just which... Yeah, I mean, either way, it, they would have been up by two scores. It would have been very difficult. But I mean, at least what they did, you know, they made it so that the other team just could not get the ball back. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. No, it was to good. know that to kind of be it's just like a very high IQ kind of a play to know like where the clock is and you know uh, like where the timeouts are and all that kind of stuff and to just make that decision right there. Was, yeah, man, it was pretty legit. I love that. Yeah, it helps the uh, it helps Sundays feel a little bit more <laughs> it's sacrilegious, but like it helps me enjoy the Sabbath a little bit more when you're uh, when the Giants win. I guess. <laughs> I don't know if that's what God's looking for with the Sabbath, but uh, it's, it's true. Yeah, most of my Sabbaths in the fall and winter are uh, they they don't they end with me being angry. But but yeah, because normally we're winning like four games a year. But right, you know, this is great. 
this is great um yeah, yeah man and like even like the jets are doing well and the yankees are in the the um the alcs right now and it's just like it's just crazy the buffalo bills are are killing it yeah man um, I, it's just I like, like new, bills, new york man. teams are just killing it right now yeah I remember last year with uh, Bills Chiefs. I was I wanted to I wanted to see the, the Bills go farther, but uh, so it was fun to watch them beat the Chiefs this uh, last week or whenever that was. But but yeah, man, it's a it's a good it's a good time. It's a good time. It's, it's fun to watch the other teams lose. Beat we're, we've beaten a couple of good quarterbacks, and uh, it's fun. It's just fun. It's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's good times. Um, well, cool, man. Well, look, you are in this kind of transitionary period in your life right now well so and i was thinking about this this morning this is the first ministry transition you've had in your life right so uh because yeah. i mean you've been a youth pastor for what like 15 14, 14 15 yeah years yeah it was it was 14 years like pretty much to the day yeah yeah and so um now you're kind of in this um just following following the leading of the holy spirit and kind of in this transitionary period just waiting for the next steps um would you just kind of uh just share a little bit about you know kind of where you are right now just to give some context because i think it's i think this is something that could be like really really potentially helpful right for for people like when it comes to i think we've all been there in one way or another whether it's kind of like grand scale where we're talking about y your whole ministry or your whole job or career or you know whatever or like even on smaller scale things where i feel like we've all been there at different times where it's like you have that sense that the lord is leading you toward a change or he's leading you toward some kind of a transition and to kind of like want wanting to get into alignment with what god is doing and you know through that process just learning how to trust him in maybe new ways and stuff like that so just like if for context where are you in life right now uh, yes, I think the term is called uh, unemployed. Uh, that's where I am right now. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I try to make it sound nice, you know. Yeah, no, but at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> um, no. But it's uh, yeah, no. We we were fortunate to be. Uh, I don't know when I when I when I look back, I see God's hand. Uh, it's always in hindsight that you can see things a lot more more clearly, but. Uh, yeah, we were uh, we were at Evangel Chapel in Bridgewater, New Jersey, for for 14 years. But that was also the church I grew up at since I was a kid, and uh, I had gone away to to um, uh, to uh, Christian college for to, to for pastoral training um, for four years. And when I came, when I was out, uh, I was that was that was probably that was probably the first season i think that i can really only relate this to uh, as far as transitional mm -hmm. things where um so many so many people as you're graduating college were were trying to figure out and sort of like well, what do we do or um and then the, the negative side of things where some people were were trying to kind of jockey for position you know what i mean they were trying to right. uh they were trying to connect with the right people and uh, I remember somebody saying like oh we should like you should talk to to that kid over there like his dad is a uh, as a pastor at that big church out in this state and uh, i was just kind of really uh turned off by that so when i was mm -hmm. as everyone was like getting anxious and like well we gotta make a way and find the next thing and and uh being competitive um i felt like i sort of retreated instead and was just like god if this is ministry i don't this is i don't like this i don't want this uh i was i always have felt kind of allergic to the 
trying to rub elbows and yeah. and uh, and network and stuff. And I'm like, God, I trust your network, and you're gonna move things how you want to move them. And uh, that that has translated to now too. You know what I mean? Like now, to be fair, in in 14 years, like I've I've had the opportunity to connect with a lot more people and and have great relationships that theoretically could could benefit me and um and all of that but i chalk that all up to 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 god's to god's network and and his uh all the things that he's going to do and how he's going to use it and i've been able to uh have conversations with 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 godly leaders that that have given me insight and and wisdom and direction and all of those things and i'm just trying to use the the resources that i have and um and take advantage of those but but at the same time i feel like i've always sort of been allergic to the uh like I honestly, I, I was telling someone that I, this recently, I think that's why I never, <laughs> I think that's why I never liked golf. Um, because I felt like it, it was just like this, like this, like old white man, businessman thing where they did to like connect with the right person and make a sale or whatever it is. And so I was, uh, I don't know if it was the old, um, the old music scene kid in me where I'm just like, screw the man like i don't need like, like i don't need to like i'm like i don't i don't need this nonsense but some of the, like sometimes it's the institutions you know what i mean the institutionalization yeah. of things uh that i'm not the biggest fan of but um but at the You're same time punk rock for that yes yeah that's what it is yeah that's that's what exactly what it is but uh but so even back then as a 22 year old um i was just like all right i'm gonna god i'm just gonna try to follow your lead and that that pause to say god i don't know about this like i want i want i want you to make a way i don't want to make a way for myself and just uh put your name on it you know um mm. and so i just was like all right i kind of stepped back and was just sort of praying and as graduation day approached i just had a sense of i mean i feel like i just need to go be home and uh and move back home and uh and in doing that it wasn't at first, I was like, "Am I feeling that just because I don't, I don't want to get into some of the some of that other stuff?" Or, but then I just started to see more and more what I felt like he was leading. And so I think that sometimes the pressure of those transitional moments in life, uh, in a good way, cause you to really like evaluate and self evaluate and really like press into God on things. Um, and that led me to to where I was in ministry for fourteen years and because I happened to be home and because I happened to be available to fill in and be an interim while they were looking for somebody. Um, I had never desired to, to work there, not in a negative way. It was just, that was where I grew up and I was ready to launch out as a 22 year old, 23 year old. And so when I started filling in, um, it just clicked and, and just God had all of that in mind and what worked things together in ways that I wouldn't have necessarily done, uh, or thought to do. But it was amazing and i've just seen him do that in a lot of different ways as i've just kind of look back i can see how there's been even seasons in life when i was in college where i thought i was going this way and he kind of paused me for a second and then it turned out to be this and like because i didn't see that thing like i was just he got me moving in the direction and then guided me along the process but um so yeah so a lot of a lot of things is when we're aware of god's faithfulness and, and what he's done in life um we start to sort of see some of the ways in which he guides us the way that he speaks and 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 maybe even some patterns uh because i think that we all have given 
personality traits and different giftings and things like that. And I think that uh, God develops those communication styles with you um, mm. so that so that they're yeah. unique to you. So, you know, it's him. And um, so it's it's been cool. So all that to say, like in the 14 years, there's been plenty of times where I'm like, all right, God, like, well, what is what what might be next or what should I be preparing for or what what could it look like? And uh, there was different seasons that that we thought he was moving in different ways and, and he was actually preparing us for a different season with, within that, within that context. Um, but all that to say, like we've, uh, we've, I had 10 years under one, uh, one leader and then uh, the past four years uh, under another lead pastor who was mm. an associate that, that became, uh, uh, the, he was a campus pastor and he became our lead pastor. And, um, and so they were both very great and, and unique. And especially these past four years, uh, my wife and myself just had great opportunities to grow in different ways uh, and develop as leaders. And so more and more, we just started to feel that stir that like, all right, I think mm -hmm. God is preparing us for the next thing. And if you had asked me four years ago, I wouldn't have had the same confidence to say, well, here's what I think it, it is. Um, okay. It would have been, well, here's what it probably is should be, but I don't know if I can do that or I don't <laughs> I don't know if, uh, if I want that or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this time around, like he just, we're just continuing to, to sort of walk that out. And so I was very fortunate to be able to have a good leadership in the 14 years I was there and, and great supportive church family. Um, but a, a key aspect of that is, um, all 14 of those years, we were able to have open and, con and, and honest conversations, um, as a staff member where you're not always like worried, like, like I, like, could I, they're not worrying. Is he going to, is he going to leave any second? And I'm not worried. Am I going to get fired any second? Um, we were able to just talk about, man, what's God doing. And, and if he started to stir things, we would talk about it. And, and uh, that's what we were able to do. And so over the past year or so, we were able to have some of those conversations. Um, and then we've got to a point where we were, we were sort of, okay, we think that uh, we think it might be that, that time, like me and our lead pastor just kind of saying, okay, like mm -hmm. here's things, here's how we've grown. Here's what God's doing. Here's how, how God might, might be moving and And let's, uh, let's make a game plan. And that's really, really what it looked like. And so he was uh, very encouraging and, and helping us move towards the next thing. And, but yeah, like you said, the past 14 years has been uh, youth ministry as my primary role, but uh, like mm -hmm. with any with any associate that works in any organization, especially in ministry, you'll know that uh, there's a lot of other things that come with it. And so, I was able to to grow and 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 gain experience in a lot of other areas uh, of ministry. And so, um, so it's been good, man. And so it got to a point where we we set that date and said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up our time here, essentially at the end of the summer, which was this past summer, and. Uh, and then God was just kind of guiding the steps from there where he was kind of showing us and reminding us that, that, that he can bring things about and exact, like he can do it quick. He can do it all at once. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we found ourselves uh, realizing that, okay, I, th I think, I think we're going to step out from this place and not have an immediate place to, to step into. Did you ever think that? So like when you were initially, um, just, you know, knowing for sure and even talking with the leadership and knowing like, okay, our, our time here is coming to an end and we're going to start moving toward, toward that, you know, transition and to uh, looking for somewhere else to go and all of that. Like, did you 
did you ever think that you were going to end up <laughs> in the position that you're in now? Like at the time where you like where you weren't going to be kind of having that seamless transition from, you know, one one position, you know, one position in ministry to, you know, another, whether it was working in another church or, you know, whatever it was as far as the doors that got opened. Um, you know, I mean, did you expect that you were going to kind of have the little uh, in between time? Um, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I, I had, I, I sort of had a sneaking suspicion. I didn't, in the natural, I didn't want that. You know what I mean? I'm like, I would love to be able to just kind of go from one thing to the next. Uh, a lot of people transition in a lot of different ways uh, from one, like there's some people that get fed up and they quit and they're just done that day or that, or they do something that gets them fired. But uh, a lot of times I've seen other pastors where they, they basically are working behind the scenes to to be searching or connecting with other ministries or opportunities or something mm -hmm. like that. And it's not till they have that secured that they say, okay, well now I'll tell my current ministry that I'll be done. Um, and so that sometimes that can be, that can be weird because it feels like you're trying to like do it behind the scenes, which for the most part, that's fine. But like, if it's behind the scenes or out of the knowledge of, of leadership above you, like that can be, that can be awkward um, mm -hmm. or, or, or weird, you know? Uh, and so, yeah. so I wasn't, I wasn't really looking to, to do that, but, but so we, we had been looking and, and been aware of some things, but we, uh, to answer your question specifically, like, no, I didn't, I don't, I didn't really know what to expect, but, in the same way that I like God brought us and used different seasons of, of guidance and transition in, in our life in, in a number of different ways. There was another season in life where we felt like we were going to maybe need to step out and we were like really ready for that. And God, God did one of those. It was another season where he was like, the, Nope, actually this. And, and, but we were ready to kind of step out to the unknown. We actually expected to that time around. And that's just not what God had for us. But so this time around, we were like, I hope he doesn't <laughs> because four, because four years more, like we, we had, we had a second, I had my daughter had a second kid. Um, my son uh, is nine now. And like, as years go by, like you're, you're that much more concerned about like, okay, like we've got to yes. figure out, like we got to provide for a family. You know what I mean? I've, I've got to do this. I've got to, I've got to trust. I've got to work all this out. You know what I mean? Like I need, I need income. And um, we were in, where we were in ministry was uh, we were blessed to be able to have a parsonage that the church, like a church owned home uh, that we were able to stay in. Uh, but as we're navigating this transition, it's the reality of it is that like you're, you're changing a place of ministry but you also are needing to move and you're also uh losing some of that church community you know what i mean and some of the relationships and so yeah. so that aspect of it was was going to be difficult regardless uh of where we went mm -hmm. to next and so that like that was definitely a challenge um but this season has actually in in that way has has been sort of a blessing where we we were able to really like wrap up where we were and say our goodbyes and kind of like find closure there uh, to some degree and, and, and not necessarily be jumping like right into the next thing and like, like going a mile a minute then. Um, sure. So really, 
so God is like, he spoke different things and, um, and we just started to have that sense as the summer went on, um, in those three months that we had between when we decided and when we were done, uh, that, okay, like this is likely may, may be what happens. And so, um, so I think I was for my own sake of like comfort and whatnot, I was just like, I really, I would really like to have a place to go to. Um, but then all in the back of it was, all right, but God, yeah. Do you want to do man? Um, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be the one. And so that can be one of the things when, when, when people navigate transition is that, I mean, even as a, even as a teenager, I remember my dad telling me like, like you, you could be in it. I mean, when you're a teenager, you're working random jobs. And so he wasn't speaking like with this in mind, but he was like, don't, you might hate your job, but don't leave your job until you got another one lined up. Right, uh, Cause that's right. just, it's practical. You know what I mean? And, yeah. um, and that's practical. And you see that a lot in ministry contexts, at least in my experience where uh, they're announcing that they're leaving to go to the, to the next thing. Uh, and so it was a little bit strange to say, Hey, we're leaving. We've got some prospects but we're just going. And, uh, and there was a little bit of faith and obedience in that. Um, and being like, all right, God, if we're walking in faith and obedience, um, then the pressure's on you, bro. Um, you you gotta be, if this is what you've called us to, and we're, and we're walking in that, um, then, then you're gonna, you're gonna come through. So, so that's that's what it's looked like really yeah. and so it's been sort of one step at a time and and he's showing himself faithful and in, in providing in, in all the different areas and so that's awesome so yeah but no i wouldn't yeah, i don't I, think it was all this coming as far as how it would all shake yeah, shook out yeah for sure it, it uh yeah pretty clear it wasn't what your first choice would have been <laughs> right right um, yeah. i always i mean in the, from a natural perspective i always tell people that same thing too um like you know, don't, don't quit your job until <laughs> it comes up more, it comes up pretty regularly uh, yeah. in my life where it's like, don't, don't quit your job until you have, you know, something else lined up mm-hmm. uh, unless you have a word from the Lord, right? Like if you right, have a yeah. word from the Lord where he's telling you to do something and he's, and you, and you know that he's telling you to do it now, then, you know, it's a, it's kind of a different thing because it's stepping out, as you said, in faith and obedience, right. and responding to God. And I think what's really, really cool about the stage of life that you're in right now is, um, and this is, you know, obviously an outsider's perspective, but the stage of life that you're in right now is like, I, I just feel like one of the things that God is doing is just wanting to emphasize that, um, with you, with you guys is just like going to a deeper level of trust with him Yeah, and something that you've seen for sure along the way where, um, you know, we don't have to get into like specifics and stuff like that, but I know even like with the moving process and with finding the the home that you're living in now and just like all of the stuff that that every step of the way from stuff from what you've told me, um, it's just like God is just provided in ways that are just beyond, you know, yeah. anything that you would have expected. And it's just really, really cool to see that. And, you know, one of the things, too, that I that I recognize that has happened in my life you know, on, on like many different occasions that I could point to where I don't know, like I would say on smaller, on smaller scale than what you're dealing with right now. But there's, there's been so many times in my life where I feel like God's leading me to, to do something um, in terms of like, 
like I have a sense that he's leading me to to just to rest to yeah. to take a break to get out from some of the load that I'm under and I just inevitably um I've gotten better at it over the past couple of years during covid it was something that God emphasized to me was that like my identity is not wrapped up in how much work I get done <laughs> and Got so it. I've learned I've been learning how to do this better and yeah. just like responding to the Lord when I when I sense him kind of leading me to like you know get out from under the pressure of something um, you know, take a break, take, you know, just, just rest, learning how to rest in the Lord in, in practical right. ways. But, uh, there's been many times in my life where I would sense that the Lord's like leading me to do that. And I would just ignore it because I've got a lot of stuff to do because I've got a <laughs> right. lot to get done. And inevitably what will happen is something in my life will happen where I'm forced yeah. to rest where I'm like forced to do like COVID or like, um, yeah, or where, and I'm not saying God, um, I'm not uh, like, I don't believe God would make me sick, like in terms of God, like ma making me sick, but, but where like something would happen where I would, maybe I'd get run down and I would get sick and it gets to the point where, like, oh, well now I have to like take a week off or now I have to do yeah. that. And then I would just, it, it's just the, like, I feel like God is going to, um, ultimately, get what he wants out of us yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. there's times where we can kick against it we can fight against it and then but there's there's just times where I, I just feel like god will use even those things to say um like look I, I want you to know that even if it doesn't depend on you that even if it doesn't depend on your resources even if your back is against the wall and like you can't go to work right now you don't have a job like, you know, COVID is happening and you can't do that. Like whatever it is right. that these things are happening. I want you to know that even if you are in that kind of situation that I'm here and that I've got yeah. your back and that I'm going to take care of you and I am going to provide. And I just think it becomes uh, just it's part of the, the nature of God where we go through seasons of life where he's wanting to emphasize our like our inheritance in him. He's wanting to emphasize our uh position our identity like he's wanting to emphasize different aspects of of you know who he is in our life and yeah. there's times where the best way that he could bring that out is by us kind of like having our hands off the reins and so i just yeah. think it's cool like i i i kind of you know i i kind of see again as an outsider that you're in this stage of life where um it might not be what you anticipated or what you wanted but it's just part of the process where God is leading you. And he's teaching you how to trust him. He's teaching you how to rely and depend on him, you know, maybe in just like a different way than what you've experienced in the past. And yeah. that through this, there's things that he's, um, you know, just emphasizing about his nature and his character that are going to, you know, kind of help you guys just take you to uh, even just a new level in, in your yeah. walk with him. hundred percent, man. I, I would agree with that. And that's, that's really what it's been. Um, because like I, for me, like I look back to, um, I can't say like I've, I can't say I've done a, a ton of journaling in life, but like there's, there's usually like certain memories that, uh, just from life that I, that I keep close, you know what I mean? Like they're not like mm -hmm. stored deep and, and ready to get forgotten, but like that I keep closer to the forefront when, when it's just the just the way that God showed himself faithful, the way that he, like things that he spoke in different seasons, um, lessons that were learned, um, because those are the ones to kind of recall 
in in the moments of like wondering or wandering or or whatever it might be and um because I, one of the things i remember and i think i've said this before uh maybe even on a podcast i don't know but uh i remember like as a kid and as a team like watching uh or re- like hearing the stories and reading the stories about the israelites and and how god led them out and how he would provide in amazing ways and then how quickly they would forget like how quickly they would uh grumble and complain how quickly and and i and i remember being like oh man like what is their problem like god just like we're we're reading it in this consolidated story where like 40 years goes by or or whatever but they're living this out in these different god does these things in the different seasons of life and from an outside perspective and reading it as an overview we know the god's character and 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 we see how the story plays out we're like man what's wrong with these israelites man like how do they keep missing it like god keeps showing up in amazing ways like he did this amazing thing why why would you even think to question him later or think that he wouldn't show up in some way like where's your faith um just and like remember thinking that as a younger kid and then as i got older being like oh wait like i'm the israelites you know what i mean like i'm the one like right. i am them like like in these mm-hmm. stories we see the character of god but we also see the, the typical characteristics of humanity um and how self-centered we tend to be and how short our memory is sometimes mm-hmm. uh with certain things like that and so um and i know i can be that way too uh and i know that so many times we 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 just we want another confirmation we want another sign we want another uh something from god and uh yeah. and he's sort of already even done that and so uh i think we can i think we can do the same even last night last night we were had a long day we were running around and i was just like standing on the porch like i just wanted some fresh air it was it was cold out like you mentioned and just kind of looking up at the stars and and i can see a lot more stars where we live right now than than when we used to and uh just kind of talking to god about some things and uh it was one of, <laughs> it was one of those things like in those moments you're like god like let me see a shooting star like a shooting star or something but i'm like but like i had no reason to you know what i mean like it but really the conversation like it was like god like i don't i don't need any other like sign or symbol or whatever else god i just want to praise you that you're continuing to be faithful and you're going to continue to do it you're going to continue to make good um, on the things that that you've said and how you've led and, and what you've spoken um, and it's just a matter of of your timing and so in the moments though um, I think one of the I think two of the words that I've used the most lately when people are asking like well how's it going like how you doing like how's it all stuff like like I'm not trying to be overly I'm not trying to sugarcoat it but I'm also not trying to be pessimistic but the the reality is I'm like two, like the two words have usually been, um, uncomfortable. <laughs> like this is, this is uncomfortable, yeah. but it's, but it's in a good way. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's been a challenge to my comfort. Uh, but it's, it's like you mentioned, it's pushing, it's pushing me to, to deeper reliance on him, uh, to, to be the provider of the things that we need. Um, and that lack of comfort, uh, isn't because like we, we're in a horrible spot and situation like we're not but but it's it's challenging to our idea of 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 how we think it would play out or want it to play out or or the things that we don't realize that we cling to uh instead of god sometimes that that yes. tend to make us more comfortable and yeah. um and so we've so we've sort of needed to adopt like a like an open hand policy where it's all right god like help me to let go of anything i need to let go of 
and help me to be ready to receive whatever it is that you want us to have or, or, or how, whatever it is that you need to do. Um, and so trying to, it's like, but it's also made us hold on more tightly to him. And so it's trying to let go of the things we need to let go of. And, but all that, all this has been good and, and challenging, but in a good way. And I think the other word has been disorienting um, because like, cause in a, in a, but in a like very literal way, like we, we were in like 14 years and not only was it 14 years of, of, of good, like time and ministry and relationships, it was a church I knew and grew up in and a town uh, I was that I essentially grew up in. And um, we were just completely disoriented to all, like we were like to, 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 to ways of life, to, to our surroundings and culture, to, to uh, methods of, of even ministry and philosophy, you know what I mean? And so, uh, we've been able to visit other churches. We, I've been able to have mm -hmm. conversations with people in different ministries, uh, different denominations. I've been able to talk to different people in different situations and kind of hear that. Um, but I've also gotten so many times, it's like when people go on a missions trip, like when you go outside of home right. and your comfort zone and you go somewhere, like you are much more attuned to the, the life and circumstances of others because you're not just on default. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not just mm -hmm. on your default orientation of like, well, here's what I, you're, you're not so comfortable in your surroundings. And so it's helped me to just have, I don't know, it's, to me, it's been a gift like a different awareness of the situation and the people around me where I'm like, well, what am I here for? Like, like, yes. and it's something as routine as going to the food store. I'm, I'm thinking about it differently. Do you know what I mean? Like, and maybe that's, maybe that's a, maybe that's a negative thing for myself for where I was previously, but much more now than any time before I'm thinking about any random little interaction and be like, all right, God, is there, is this, is there something that you want me to do here? Or is there, is there something mm -hmm. that you have for me or something that we can help or serve someone else in? Um, and I'm just able to take advantage of those things. But, um, but yeah, just random stuff, random conversations, random things like that. But so it's been uncomfortable and it's been disorienting, but like in the most positive ways I can mean that because uh, all of it has pushed us to reliance on him. And so um, whether you look at it biblically or whether you look at it at your, like your own life or anybody's life is that like we, when we go through an uncomfortable situation, like those cause deeper reliance on him. Uh, or like you mentioned earlier, uh, when you're going and going, and God wants you to kind of take a take a beat, take a little take a breath on something, yeah, or or, or really actually take a rest. Um, like though sometimes there's those things of life that make us do that, and and make us reevaluate or make us and and we realize that you're like oh man, like I didn't I wouldn't want to have been sick or I wouldn't want to have it happen this way but this difficulty has actually been such a blessing because I've been able to gain perspective. Um, yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Like when we, you know, you, you mentioned the children of Israel and it's like, I mean, ideally they, they never would have gotten into those problems where they would have these conflicts with enemy nations and stuff like that. But it was like their own hardness of heart that basically brought those things on because they would, they would stop trusting God. So they'd get so comfortable in, you know, where they were, like you mentioned the comfort zone, they'd kind of get stuck there. 
and they'd forget about God and they wouldn't do the things that God had called them to do. And then they would get into trouble with an enemy nation. And ideally that never would have happened, but it would end up really ultimately being for their good because right. they would cry out to God in the midst of that and be like, God, I really need you. It's like those, those circumstances of life that do cause you to kind of run closer to God and just connect with him and, and kind of um, like just um, there's a specific word that I was looking for. Uh, can't think of it, but like, like where, you know, you just need to go in out of necessity to get close to his heart and yeah, hear what he's saying and, you know, just receive his comfort and, and everything, you know, like when your back's up against the wall. So like, ideally we wouldn't need that, right? right. Like, We'd just be like doing ideally it. we would just be doing it um, yeah. and we could, and that's the invitation that's always available to us. But, right. um, you know, there is a, there's a reality to that where, you know, when you are, you know, just up against it and you don't have the resources that it takes to get through. I mean, and that doesn't necessarily mean like you can get into that situation when you are doing all the right things, too. It doesn't mean that everything, you know, that like you're being a bad Christian. And so that's why your life sucks. It's just, it's just like, you know, you, <laughs> you can get into circumstances where it's just like, OK, I am literally beyond like there's nothing that I can do yeah. to get myself out of this problem that I'm in or to get past this obstacle that's in front of me. The only thing that I can do right now is to rely on God. And regardless right. of the circumstances that get you there, whether it is your fault or it's not your fault at all or whatever, I don't think ultimately like once you get there, I don't think it matters so much. It's more so just um, recognizing that, you know, my only resource right now is God. So I'm going to cling to you. I'm going to cling to you in the yeah, midst of it because we can so easily get, you know, so like bogged down by the thing that we're facing that right. we can do, we can go the other way and we can harden our heart before God and then miss out on what he wants to teach us in the midst of, you know, wherever we are in life. Yeah. And so I think like something that's just been really on my heart lately just been coming up in like all my conversations. <laughs> it's just like uh, maintaining just that tenderness before the Lord. Yeah. When things are going great and when things are not going great and whatever to, to maintain that just sort of tender heart before the Lord. That is just that openness that you were talking about. Where it's like, look, I, um, you know, I might be confused. I might not have the answers here. This might be really difficult. This might be terrifying, you know, whatever. But, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust that, you know, wherever I'm at in life, I'm gonna trust that you're the same, right? And yeah, that you know what I need, and you know how to get me through this, for sure. And so, yeah, this is like we always have that opportunity, one way or the other, to harden our heart <laughs> or to keep our hearts open to God. And obviously, the way that we that we respond there um, does a lot to determine. 100% you know, what happens is like, I mean, even as you said, like going to the supermarket, like if you're going to the supermarket and <laughs> and you're just so distracted because you're just frustrated, like let's say you're so frustrated because this transition didn't happen the way you wanted it to. So you're just like dealing with that all day long. So you're not even thinking about. Like, what if when I go to the store right now, what if God actually has me on an assignment and there's somebody that I'm supposed to talk to bless yeah, encourage, yeah. or I'm supposed to, somebody's supposed to talk to me. And, and there's like, there's opportunities that we miss out on 
right. when we don't keep our heart like that open before the Lord. Yeah, man. And so, yeah, I think that's really cool. I think uh, 100%. I think even, yeah, even like last week, there was uh, there was a, a local ministry that that's where we're living right now that I'm like, well, maybe I can just connect with them and just let them know, hey, we're in the area. And if you guys need anything or if there's a way that we can help or if there's a way that we can serve, let us know. And so he's like, oh, let's let's connect. Let's talk. And um, we talked for probably about an hour. We got to meet. And I went there thinking like, oh, maybe I can maybe this is a, an opportunity to to maybe uh, serve here or something like maybe maybe there's an opportunity to speak here or maybe there's a, a job I can get here or something like that in the interim like for right now while we're while we're living where we are and as the conversation went on like there was just sort of a shift in my my own head that like maybe it has nothing to do with any of that like um, he encouraged me in my faith a little bit but then also he was sharing some things personally and I'm like uh, in that moment I was like oh snap like dude stop being so selfish like maybe maybe you're here for him you know what i mean like maybe you're here to be able to be a blessing in, in another way and um all that to, all that is just like just trying to have that awareness you know but it you use the yeah. word like relying on god like where that reliance on him is 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 really huge um and and there's been other times where like where i feel like god can find a lot of different ways to remind us that uh it's about him. You know what I mean? Like he's the main character. We're not the main character and it's what he's trying to do and what he's trying to accomplish. And so when we're so focused on ourselves all the time and our thoughts and feelings or our family or this, um, we can easily miss the people around us that God wants us to reach. You know what I mean? Or that God, God is, God wants to operate through us to, uh, to show his love or, or his blessing. And, and, uh, and so yeah. in, in those ways, like, uh, it's, it's this, this season has been definitely, uh, helpful in, in that way for sure. But, uh, but yeah, man, I think that, uh, reliance on him has, has definitely been, been the key for sure, because I, I look back when I was a teenager trying to step out into, into ministry and figuring out if that's what he wanted. Cause I didn't necessarily want that. I was like, God, I'm not trying to be a pastor, but, uh, he was leading me towards things. And, I was trying to figure out if I was going to get a different type of job and career or, or follow his leading into ministry. And even back then at 17, 18, he was sort of doing things and lining things up to, to sort of like put it in front of my face to say, like, are you going to trust yourself to like, it wasn't wrong with a different career or job in and of itself. It's a matter, but it's, it is, if it's not what he wants from me, if, if it's not in obedience. And so he was sort of saying, well, are you going to, trust yourself to supply for yourself and your family or are you going to follow me and trust that i'll take care of you and supply for your family and he's made good on that on that step of faith and when and following him them and then and just repeating that that process he's just shown himself faithful so many times in my life um and when you look and that's not just because i'm following him for ministry like that's any of us like if we're walking in obedience like if you love me you obey me you know what i mean like if we walk in obedience and it's out of love, not just obligation, you know what I mean? Or, or with a, with right. a crappy attitude. Um, then, then I, then I think that he, we can continue to rely on him through the, through those seasons and, and he, and he, it grows us, it challenges us. And, um, he has like in, in showing himself faithful, like he, he makes promises in his word that, that he's gonna, he's gonna take care of us. He makes promises 
and, and he shows principles that he can what whatever negative thing might happen in life what the enemy intended to to maybe try to get you discouraged or try to get you uh unfocused to try to get you distracted to try to to try to get you uh, to want to give up or or do it your way and and take the wheel back and try to sort it out yourself um I, the enemy tries to use situations and and at any and any given it could be a day-to-day moment-to-moment thing where am i going to am i going to veer into like self-centeredness and like woe is me when things are, are difficult or even when they're good am i going to veer towards like I, I'm, I'm accomplishing things or what I want to do and, and, and my will, or am I going to continually be going back towards like, God, I, I want to submit all of this stuff to, to you. Um, yeah. and, and I think he uses, I think he uses crap all the time. Like you look at Job and I know the old Testament isn't the same period that we're under now with grace, but, uh, like, I'm like, yeah, he's like, all right, let that, well, let's let that happen. Let's see how this, let's see how this plays out. Not because he didn't know, but because like he, he, he knew what it would produce um, and the witness that it would have. Mm. And so, and I think that that's been sort of the key thing is like, all right, God, what, when we go through things like, God, what do you, what do you want this to produce in me? Like, how can you use this for, for your kingdom, for your glory? Um, but at the same time, it's also deeply personal to each person. And so everyone is thinking about themselves to a degree. Like you still have to, you still have to think about your life and and what you're doing and and the and the people that depend on you and all of that stuff so so for us uh Mm -hmm. it's been a it's been a journey and it's not i really it's hard to encapsulate because it's not just this isolated instance like it's it's just so connected to so many other things that he's been doing in our life uh and ways he's been growing us and challenging us and shaping us and uh even even other recent seasons like going through uh, like health crisis and cancer and stuff like that, that pushed us to a deeper level of, of yeah. trust in him and, and faith to say, I can't do any of this in my own strength. Um, and so I think we have to find that balance of, okay, I'm not just going to f- just figure it all out myself and just try to get God's stamp of approval on it. And I'm not going to sit here and do nothing and say, God, fix this for me. Cause I'm, cause this sucks. Um, but it's really that balance of, all right, God, I'm going to, if you order my steps, you know what I mean? If you're the one that guides those steps and orders them and, and you're the one that establishes them and plant them firmly, it still requires me to move. It still requires my, my, my walking, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I've got to keep yeah. walking and doing what I know is right. Doing what I know is obedience. Even if I'm not getting this downloaded thing, here's what you need to do for today. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. okay, here's what, here's what seems right. Here's what, here it seems what's good. Here's what I need just to, to live for today. Um, I, I think that like we thank him for our, our daily bread and, and, and trust that he provides in those ways, but he also gives us the capabilities to, to accomplish some of those things. And so like, he's the source, whether he shows up and, and delivers manna miraculously or whether he guides us in our giftings and abilities and, yeah. and whatever to, to work, I think he uses all of that stuff. And so I've been sort of in that season where, um, it is a little bit of like a rest, you know what I mean? It is a, someone used the word Selah, uh, recently, like it's sort of like mm-hmm. a Selah season. Like it's a, like a, it's a pause. And, mm-hmm. and in this pause, in this rest, it's like, all right, God, what do you want us to do? Uh, I don't necessarily feel like I can fully rest because I need a paycheck, <laughs> but, but I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> I'm going to keep moving. And if you want me to, to stop, stop, like, 
I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? If you really need me to just take a seat, I'll do it. But I'm also going to keep walking by faith, trusting that you're guiding each step. You're guiding the interactions. You're guiding uh, as I'm, and I'm as I'm asking for favor and and for his his help as I make phone calls and emails and things like that. Um, he just continues to line those things up, and and uh, yet we're still surprised when it works out. You know what I mean? You're like, oh man, like I didn't. I didn't know how you were going to do that, God, but this was pretty cool. And so um, for us specifically, I'll share this briefly, but for us specifically, like we, I had a phone call the same day I put my, my resume out and had an interview that week. And like, at the very least, what I learned from that is like, God is like, I can do it like immediately. You know what I mean? Like I can bring it all together. Uh, and sometimes people there, I forget that I forget the phrase, but people say that, uh, Sometimes God, God can be slow to be right on time, or something like that. Or sometimes it feels like God is slow to be right on time, but He does it in His timing, and it's yeah. uncomfortable for us sometimes. But uh, He showed us that okay, and so that wasn't that we knew that wasn't a, a right fit for us. But we walked that whole process out of we don't know if this is a yes or a no, but we'll keep going. And when we realized that that it wasn't what He had for us, very quickly it felt like okay, I'm starting to feel like He's going to have a step out in faith and not have something to step right into um so then at that point we were like all right well there were some days we felt the weight and anxiety of that like god i don't know what this is going to look like like i remember it got to a point where like i this wasn't literal like the church was was but in some ways it was like all right like we're going to be homeless in like three weeks like what are we doing god like um it wasn't ever going to be like that like we knew that uh the the church was very gracious and giving us the time that we needed right. for things and, right. and transitional things and family. Like we were never going to be like that, but, but sometimes you, you feel that weight where you're like, Oh man, like, how's this going to work out? God, I don't, I don't know. And then he just keeps delivering. And so, uh, so yeah, so for right now, literally we're in, uh, we're in a month to month, uh, essentially rental of a, of a family friend and, uh, they're, they're being uh, very generous and giving us a, a, a really low rate. And so we're not having to put out a lot each month. Um, and then all of our stuff is in storage, which like that moving process was, yeah, that sucked. I did not enjoy that. And like, I don't need to, I don't need to find a silver lining in that. You're like that was so stressful and, uh, and no fun, but was going to happen regardless. So we, we were able to get everything in storage, like 95% of our stuff, I would say 90%. And, uh, and that was free. So we were able to line up store, like, so our stuff is free and and our rent is cheap and we didn't have to sign a lease. And so we actually find ourselves where we were so stressed out or, or were worried, I would say. Maybe there was like the element of worry. Now we're in a place where at any moment we can pack up and just go. Like we can just throw the stuff we have here. And God, if you if you bring something together in the next week, we can just get and go, get going and do it. And so That's awesome. Yeah. So it, it's a kind of a cool season that we're in, but all along the way, uh, when the, when the worries or fears rise back up, it's like, God, you're doing it, man. The pressure's on you. Like you said, you would provide for us back when I was 17 yeah. and you've shown us how you've done it. And, uh, and you've taken care of our family and I'll speak for myself, like as a husband, as a father and, uh, as the provider for our family, uh, I fully felt the, the weight of that. And, it became sort of a joke, but it was, it came from a sincere place with God where I was like, like, God, like this is on you, man. Like if you've called me, mm. uh, if you've led me, if you're guiding me, 
um, I feel the weight of this, but I'm, I've got to continue to unload it to, on you. I've got to continue to, to surrender that to you. Um, yes. because the, like you can handle it and, and the pressure's on you, man. Like you're gonna, you're gonna come through and I'm believing that. And I'm going to, I'm going to work and pray. Like it depends on me and I'm, but really like it, it, it relies and you're going to be the one to do it. Like, I don't have to make this all work. Um, and he, and he does it, man. And so we're currently where we were, we're still in New Jersey. Uh, we get to be, uh, the seasonal rental that we're in is, is someone's, uh, house down by the New Jersey beach, the shore. And so, um, what's the address? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's 40. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'll have uh, new new visitors. We've got an extra room. We don't have much space, but we have an extra bed if you want to <laughs> pop up. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. So we're like we find ourselves being like, all right, we're we get to have this like in between season where we're living at the mm-hmm. beach and um, just seeking him and and he's been speaking in cool ways and in the moments where it feels a little bit heavy, uh, he's just he he it's just so reassuring with his presence. And so um, that's really what it comes down to, like continuing to, to, to depend on him, to rely on him, uh, that he's sovereign, that he's the provider, that, that he's the one that gets the credit. And I, I'm not going to be reckless. I'm not going to just not work and I'm not going to just buy, right. Spend recklessly. Do you know what I mean? Like there has still have sure. to be wise in what I do. Um, but whether you look back at your own life or you look through the scriptures, all of it points towards his goodness, his faithfulness, his desire to be close to us and for us to be surrendered yeah. to him and, uh, and, and obedience. When we have that relationship with him, like obedience doesn't feel, um, it doesn't feel like heavy in the sense, like it's like this oppressive weight, like obedience doesn't right, feel yeah. like this, this thing. Yeah. It's like you get to do it in joy. Like you get to walk it out mm-hmm. in joy and, and in full trust and faith because it's built on the, the lengthy and sturdy promises of his character and his faithfulness and his promises that he's made good on. Yeah. And so um, it's not just a momentary day-to-day thing um, where I, there's uncertainty, but he's his mercies are new every morning and like his character and his love and his faith is steadfast. And, and so my hope and my faith can be in all of that. And it brings me comfort and it brings freedom. Uh, and there's, there's an excitement sometimes in that where, uh, I joke about being unemployed because I'm like, yeah, but like, what is, what is that now? I'm fully aware that that doesn't look the same for everybody. Like some people might find themselves Mm -hmm. like, out of work and be like, I don't know where the next meal's coming right. from. Right. Um, but the flip side to that coin is I also have known missionary friends that that sometimes laugh at at some of the American faith because we 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 try to find the solutions that we need to and 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 like well God'll he does it. He 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 supplies he's seen God in their lives in other places, other countries. Uh, just supply miraculously for for their needs, for the, what they need for that day, for their family, or for the ministry that they run, uh, or for the orphans that they're trying to feed and and they don't have food for, and and God just does it. And so, um, I could go into to plenty more layers of that, but but He's just been preparing. He's been building uh, upon previous seasons of life. He's been building upon uh, previous hardships that that we've weathered by His by His strength and His provision. Um, he's been building upon just the past year where, where 
six months ago, even so we, we, we finished a about a month and a half ago and we had decided like three months before we left, um, before we concluded there that that's, that was the timeline we were going to establish with our, with the leadership. Um, but if you asked me even a few months before that, like I wouldn't, that wasn't fully thought out, planned out, this is how we're going to do it where it's been this, but, but at the same time, I can see his hand in the process when I look back that like God knew, God knew more than I did. Um, whether it was, whether it was the sermon series that we were a part of or preaching, whether it was the, the curriculum my son was doing in school and, and how that like preparing him for a difficult thing, like a move. Uh, there's so many different things that were just really preparing our hearts. And, and that yeah. just speaks to the, um, for me, just the, the, the tender and caring heart of God as our father, like he's not doing things for the sake of uh, like in my, I don't know, sometimes, but like not for the sake of like his chief goal isn't for our discomfort, our punishment, our, our this oppressive sort of like heavy handedness. Like he's doing things for the sake of uh, for our good and for his glory. And so uh, yes. we've been able to sort of see all of that in this season. So it's been, it's been interesting, man. And I know that you've, that you guys have, have felt that too in different seasons of life and ministry. And, um, and it's not reserved for stepping out in faith for ministry stuff. Like it's day-to-day -day stuff for everybody. Like all of us are called to rely on him. All of us are called to, 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 to step out in faith and love others. All of us are, are called to make disciples. Um, all of us are reminded that we're not of this world and, and he's the, he's the one, he's the hand that, that, that delivers us. He's the hand that provides for us. He's the hand that protects us. And so when we all just continue to recognize him as the source, uh, there's a, there's a peace in that. There's a, there's a, yes. there's a trust in that. And it's, it's pretty great. And so we're experiencing that just in a, in a new way this season. And so, mm -hmm. uh, we're thankful for it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Very cool. I, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we've had conversations about this already, but like how there's some similarities between, you know, where, where we're at in life right now. Um, well, there, especially before you guys moved out, there was more similarities because we're, we haven't uh, left our, our, our place yet, but we're, um, you know, we've been in this transition period for way longer than we expect it to be where we're yeah. supposed to be moving to Houston and uh, or the Houston area. And we're going there to plant a church. And it's just been such a crazy process. And for whatever reason, it just has not worked out. Like we've um, we've applied for different um, you know housing situations. Um, we had one just this morning, just this morning. Oh, wow. came in like right before the podcast. That was like um, they were like, oh, yeah, nope, that one's gone already. <laughs> Uh, where we were in talks about, you know, another house. And it was just, it's just, um, for whatever reason, we are uh, delayed. And it's just been this crazy process. The housing market's really crazy, just from a natural perspective. And for whatever reason, just nothing has worked out. And so we're kind of in this, like, <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've had boxes all over the house, like, like whole sections of our house, just like boxes for like months. And yeah. it's funny because you know how I was thinking about it today. You know how you just, um, you know, you live somewhere for a period of time. You just start accumulating things. Yeah, right. And then you don't yeah. recognize how many things you have. So, like, we've been in this process now. I mean, we started packing months ago. And right. we packed up stuff. It's getting to the point where, like, you know, I had packed up, like, all my, like, winter 
stuff like thinking like ah oh, we'll be gone you know we'll be gone before it gets cold and yeah. now it's at the point where we're like oh god we got to like try to find all those blankets we got to try right. to find it's like all this all this stuff like jackets like there's nothing available um that we need for this season and just like a whole bunch just a bunch of stuff that we're just like oh like you know cuz we we expected to be gone a long time ago right. and i was looking i was walking around the house today and just looking at stuff i'm like it's like we've been waiting to move for so long that we've started to reaccumulate things again <laughs> so it's like the that process i'm looking at the bookshelves that were cleared off and stuff and now there's just like junk i'm yeah. like what right yeah, it's so crazy and it's just easy like i mean i will say that um i'm not i don't feel discouraged but i i did go through like part of this process, there's been times where I've just been like, I, I've been discouraged and I've been like yeah. annoyed. And I like, and I'll just be honest. Like I, I've, I got to the point uh, at one point I, I got there with God where I was just, I got like cynical and I just got to the point where I was just like, um, like, all right, well, you know, we'll try it. It's not going to work. Like, like that kind of thing where it's just yeah, uh, get, getting to, to that point where I had to you know evaluate where I was and recognize like, hold on God. Like I, it's, it, again, it comes back to that. I, I've got to keep my heart open to you uh -huh. and regardless of where I'm at and where my circumstances are, like you're still, as you said, you're still so faithful. You're still who you are. You're still good. Yeah. And I don't have to allow the circumstances of my life that I don't understand or that I don't like, or I don't enjoy. I don't, I don't have to allow these things to move me to a place of bitterness or frustration. Right. And if right. I find myself there, I, I can quickly snap out of it because this is not this is not who I am because this yeah. is not who you are. This is not your nature. This is not your yeah. character. And so like I don't have to I don't have to allow myself to get like railroaded by the frustrations of my life. And as you said too, I mean that I some sometimes you're just like not wanting to not wanting to like use the situation that you're in or that I'm in to somehow belittle what somebody else might be going through because like there's times where you can just get so railroaded by something blindsided by something in your yeah. life that um could just totally like knock the wind out of your sails yeah and so not to not to belittle or you know or to say like what i'm going through is so bad or anything like that but just to say that no matter what no matter how hard how difficult how confusing like tragic terrifying whatever that at the end of the day, he's still good and he's still worthy. Yeah. He's still worthy of my trust. Yep. And he's so faithful that even, even when we go through those kind of periods of time where we might not be fully in sync, or we might not be aligned with him in our thinking, he's still so faithful to um, just kind of keep calling us to that yeah, place man. and keep inviting us to that place of, of trusting him and yeah. of just abiding in him and being confident and going deeper with him and just knowing that he's going to be there, that he's going to be faithful. Yeah, dude. And, and I, there's um, something, there's yeah. something so powerful in that. Like, yeah, because he, you said the word abide, like he does, like he wants us to abide in him. And, but the reality is like, it's always going to be the difficult moments that are gonna we're gonna realize our limits and our and and our capacity and that okay i'm supposed to be kind of living and, and serving out of an overflow and and all of those things but but in those moments of of difficulty or struggle or storm or whatever or confusion it's like okay 
God, I need, I need you. Like I, I'm, I need to rely on you, but that, so we're so, we're so likely to, we're more likely to do it in those difficult seasons. But regardless, I, I think that there's something to learn in any weather, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. but that, that trust and reliance upon him, uh, I think is, is a really special place that I never want it to be true. You know what I mean? I like, you always hear that, like, um, that hardship is, is like the best teacher and, and all these different things. And, and that we go through and that and that like when we go through all types of trials all, all types of difficulties and persecutions whatever it might right. be that that those produce things in us you know what i mean those develop things in us um and sometimes i'm like why like why like i get it but like does it can i learn it without the <laughs> without the struggle yeah. like um and so even like you're talking about like there was things where i'm like god like i i'm not like i trust you like i like i really do trust you um so why do we got to do this whole song and dance? Like, why can't we just get to the thing <laughs> you're going to do anyway? Like, let's just skip to the good part, you know? And, uh, yeah. and so, but that's just not how, how it operates. And so for you, like I could, I, I felt those things too. We, there were, there's always going to be um, like the ups and downs of our emotions and circumstances, you know what I mean? But like my trust in him, my faith in him, like, like that stuff can't rise and fall with my circumstances. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. like I don't, I don't want my trust in him to rise and fall with, with my feelings, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah. so even with someone like David, where he would like challenges him, like, why are you downcast on my soul? Like, like I'll, I'm going to praise him. Like there's an awareness that like in my spirit, like I know and have an awareness of the truth of who he is and his character. And my emotions don't always reflect that. But like you said, you're able to kind of like sort of snap out of that in a moment where I've, I think I felt the same thing where there was a moment where I'm like, I'm feeling bitter, but I'm also like very aware that like I have no reason to like God is the one in, in the driver's seat. Like he's the one leading and I haven't been wronged by him or anybody else. I just don't like that this is uncomfortable. And so this challenge right. to my comfort, right. like it's. It's, right. it's the crucifying of flesh. Do you know what I mean? And that flesh yes. wants to act out um, and, and rise up to say, well, no, I, I, it should be this way or that way, or I feel this or feel that. And it's just kind of like, no, man, like screw that. Like screw you flesh. Like, like I got to beat that into submission <laughs> um, so that my spirit can grow. And, and that's hard. And that's literally a day-to-day -day thing for all of us. You know what I mean? Like, but, but yeah, man, I think, uh, for for us we went through like i mentioned like going through cancer and stuff one of the stories that god brought to melissa's mind and, and was powerful for us was was jesus uh when the disciples were on the boat and they were in a storm and they cry out to him and he and he speaks and calms the wind and the waves but he challenges their faith saying like man where was your where's your faith and you're like well come on yeah. like that was crazy that was scary that was deadly like yeah you were in the boat but you were sleeping like where were you at you were you sleeping on us like like and and like we we pursued you anyway when stuff got hard we came to you uh so like why are you giving us why are you kind of challenging us or 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 sort of like chiding us for that and but really he was like basically saying like i was literally with you like have faith in me and my presence with you and uh you could have been sleeping down here in the boat too you know what i mean like you could be overwhelmed by your circumstances um or you can just trust in who i am regardless of circumstances and so we learned a lot through that. And yes. then this time around, um, in this season, like two years later, whatever it is, uh, as we're stepping out in faith, 
the the story of the other storm uh, came to mind. Mm. Uh, it was actually literally part of a sermon series that that we were going through in our uh, as our in our church. I called it Down the Shore. It was a cool series where it was Jesus and the times that he spoke or did miracles down by the Sea of Galilee. And so that summer series was things that he said and did down by the shore. And uh, he was going to be away one week. And it was our, that's a New Jersey phrase, by the way, the whole down the shore. Uh, down the shore. Yeah. Down the shore. Yeah, I got to go down the shore. Um, so for the beach, at the beach. And uh, so we find ourselves now at the beach, like we're, we're, we're here and we're learning things. But uh, the second to last Sunday I was at, at our church, it, he was going to be away. So I was going to preach. And I didn't want to have like some like big final sermon or things that I got to say before I leave. But I'm like, I'm like, can I just preach the next one in your series? Like, can I just do the next thing? Um, and it was the next because we were walking through Mark. And so the next sermon was was Jesus walking on water. And so I was like, I'm going to take a liberty there. And I'm going to include the the Matthew version also where where Peter does, too. And, mm -hmm. and so this time they're out on the boat and the winds were against them and the waves were there and Jesus wasn't in the boat with them this time. Um, he was away and he was praying. He was like mm -hmm. sort of up on the hilltop, but it was like in the middle of the night, it was like three, four in the morning. And he, it says that he saw them uh, and he saw them struggling. He saw that the wind was against yeah. them. And so like, even when they didn't have the comfort of him literally being next to them, like, like we don't now in our day and age, like, to know that he still sees us no matter what we go through was a powerful thing. And so I'm that's, that's essentially what I was, what I was preaching on our second to last week there um, that he brought to was that, that he, that there's going to be times where no matter what we go through, he sees us. And that when we're struggling, like he, he went to them, like he comes to us and, um, yeah. and, and, and when they realize that, that he's there, like Peter does his thing, he's like, all right, call me out then uh, if that's you. And, Jesus says, I come and he does. And so like the moment when even in difficulty, like there's something powerful where in the midst of all the things we go through, like when, when we're listening and provoking and pursuing the voice of God and we hear that, um, it does something uh, to, in our, to our faith where that Peter was instantly then, all right, then I can step out. Like if that's you, God, like prove it. You know what I mean? If that's you, Jesus, then like say something. Um, if you're in this, like, help me to, help me to see, help me to, I want to hear your voice. And so when we pursue and abide in him, like, like you mentioned, when we pursue him, when we're going through difficulty, thing, difficult things, um, there's nothing more powerful than hearing like we've knowing, feeling like we've heard from him, like in our daily devotions and times of worship that, that he's speaking to us and for what we need in that moment. Um, and so for Peter, he was able to walk on water just like Jesus did. Um, and he hadn't stopped the waves, like, but he was able to walk on top of them. He was able to walk through that. Um, and it was through, through what Jesus was doing and saying, you know, but, uh, and then Jesus gets in the boat with him and the, and the waves stop then, you know? And so, and there's just something about God's power and his presence and his authority over all those mm -hmm. things. And in our previous season of, of storm, we were learning that he was going to be good and, and get us through the storm. And in this, then this, in this new season, it was like, all right, you're calling us out. Like, and, uh, and there's going to be our moment in those moments. Sometimes it depends on the day. Sometimes it depends moment by moment. There's going to be moments where our focus is less on Jesus and more on our circumstances that feel like they're all right here. And we're going to start feeling like we're sinking. But, um, 
Jesus is right there. Like he was right there with a hand for mm-hmm. Peter. He was right there to, to, to scoop him up. Um, and he did, and he did also challenge the disciples faith again. He's like, Hey, come on. Like, I got you. Uh, but their response when he got back in the boat with Peter was, was, was praise and recognition of, yep. of God and who he really is and how capable he really is. And so yep. when we step out in faith, when we walk by faith, even when we falter, um, we're not trying to live perfectly, but we're reaching, Jesus scoops us back up and they didn't get back in the boat and they were like, Peter, come on, bro, you blew it. But um, it was like, oh man, we just watched this dude step out in faith. And even when he faltered, yeah. Jesus was right there. Jesus is no joke. Like, like God, when we walk, when we live on our faith and walk by faith, like God gets the glory and like, that's a cool thing. And we get to yes. be so a part good. of that. So, um, that's so good. So what I liked was for me, like, the faith built in the previous storm was we were able to, to use to walk in the next sea, the next difficult yep. season, you know? Absolutely. And so one, I think one storm prepares us for the next and we're able to yeah. do amazing things. And that grows us in even deeper ways, more powerful ways. And, and people take notice when you step out and walk by faith. And even yeah. if they're looking for you to fall and fail uh, or expecting that you will, uh, and you will, like we do. Um, but when you walk by faith and fail and then get back up and keep trusting him and he delivers you, uh, that's just a deeper testimony. That's just, that's just more praise he gets. And so, um, navigating hardship and navigating difficulty always comes back to the fact that like Jesus is good. He sees you, he's with you. He can help you in it. He can help you through it. It's, it's the faith that we have in him that helps us to walk on top of these circumstances. Um, and because in my experience, the vast majority of the time, he doesn't just take them away. Uh, he's capable and powerful enough to, but he doesn't just take it away, but he just the faith to, 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 to have peace in spite of it uh, and to walk on top of it. And, um, and so in the difficult parts, that's sort of where we were like feeling as we didn't know what we were going to do, where we were going to go. And, um, there's moments where we feel that more than others, even day to day here right now, but it always keeps coming back to, man, God, you're good and you're calling us. And so yeah. we're walking and like you said, we'll, we'll abide in you. And, and uh, it's produ- it produces things in us. And one of the bigger things, it's just, we're waiting on you. It produces deeper intimacy, like deeper, deeper depth of relationship with him. Yeah, it's really good. So it's really good, good stuff, man. But at the same time, like when you're in it, like for you, you said you've got we've got boxes, and our boxes in storage helped us realize we don't need as much crap. <laughs> that was one thing it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but you start to feel like, well, do I keep trying? Do I keep looking for places? Do I keep like mm-hmm. like yeah. do I do I what like what am I supposed to do? Like if you're gonna do a god, then just do it. And like and <laughs> and or why do I keep trying? And it's it's this rely like this process of that day to day, like taking up our cross a little bit. That's uncomfortable. We're like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to get to work and I'm going to trust you. I'm going to get to work and I'm going to trust you. And even if I don't see the breakthrough today, I'm going to, I'm going to keep walking. And like, it's like, it's Noah building the ark. You know what I mean? You're like, you're like, I'm just going to keep doing it. Even if it doesn't make sense. And uh, God help my, help my attitude um, because you're good. And so, it's interesting, man. It's partnership, you know. It's that being in agreement with God and what He's doing, 
that's yeah. that's so that's so important and yeah I, I i love that man like i i used to i used to read those bible stories where jesus would be like oh you have little faith or you know whatever kind of kind of um challenging their faith as you said i used to look at that as something like like thinking that that was coming from jesus as like harsh like he's being he's being harsh yeah. with them like oh like what's wrong with you you losers like that like that kind of thing yeah but i really you know i i really don't uh <laughs> i don't think it's like that anymore it's it's like um why why would you doubt like at the end of the day like if you know who i am and you've yeah. walked with me and you've had these experiences with me like why why is there room for this it's almost like like there there's times where it says Jesus marveled at their unbelief. <laughs> yeah. Like he was amazed at at how unbelieving they were. Right. And not not so I don't think it ever says that re regarding the disciples but in in terms of just like the people the multitudes, you know whatever. Yeah. And it's like you know he also marveled at people's faith at different times where he's yeah. like, you know, impressed um by by how somebody responded in really difficult circumstances or something like that but then yeah. at the same time being like very just like wow how is it that you don't have faith right what, why why did you struggle there like why didn't you believe me in that situation yeah and i also love too like that story the second of the two the one where peter walks on water um for sure when you look at it from matthew's account i don't remember um in the others but it's immediately following the feeding of the 5,000. Right. And it's like these disciples, they, they have this opportunity to do something in partnership with Jesus. That's just miraculous. And they, right. they see this food multiplied in an incredible way. And it happened as they responded to his direction. So they, they obeyed when he said, you know, give them something to eat. And when he took the bread and he and he blessed it and broke it and he started and gave it to them and he said, you know, pass this out to the people. So they're they're responding right in something that's impossible that they know is impossible. They they did have some struggle like at the beginning, like just wondering, like, what? Like, like we don't have like this is all we have. You know, we only have yeah. five loaves of bread and two fish. Like, this is it. Um, we have a lunch like this. We don't have enough to do this, obviously. Uh, but then just being willing to in that moment in that moment to stand in agreement with him and to step out in faith and to just obey what he was leading them to do and i, yeah. I love how one story flows right into the next because it even says like immediately they got into the boat and then that's when they go and they have they have this uh, issue on the water right and you know i i just uh, i look at it like you know peter saying jesus if that is you command me to come out to you yeah and i look at that like um, you know, Peter, along with the disciples, but, you know, it's highlighting Peter. He's he's like learning something along the journey. He's learning right. that when Jesus tells me to do something that's impossible, that there's power behind it and and I'm actually able to do it. Right. right? It's like there's there's it's not just um, it's not just words, but there's there's power here. And so right. he doesn't step out until Jesus commands him and says, come. But then as he steps out of the boat, it's like he's he's standing on uh on, on that on that word and he's just kind of putting his obedience putting his faith out there with what he's instructed to do right and you know I, I again i think i think um uh one of the things that i just kind of hear um in what you're talking about there is like 
learning along the journey. You know, you said how um, the, I forget how you said it, but how the experience of the last trial that you went through kind of prepares you for the new one that you're stepping into next. Yeah. And, yeah. and I just feel like, again, going back to the children of Israel, it was like that struggle over and over again of, well, where are you now, God? And right. failing to remember the testimony of what had been done in the past and what God had done in the past. We even see it like in Psalm 103, it says that Moses was acquainted with the ways of God. The people of God were acquainted with his works or his acts. And if we never get kind of like beyond that, um, you know, and it comes out in, in Exodus 33 as well, where Moses is like, teach me your ways that I may know you. And it's this whole thing of like, I'm not just in this for what you can do for me. Like, I'm not just in this for when I need something, I come to you. But I want these experiences that I have with you, God, where I do see your goodness. I want this right. to to prove in my heart. Like, I want this to satisfy, to settle something within me that says this is not just something that you did once upon a time, but you did this because this is who you are. So it right. reveals your nature and your character to me so that now when I am faced with something difficult again, because it's just part of life that there's going to be difficulties. Like when I'm faced with something again, I know that I can stand on your goodness and on your faithfulness yeah. because you've been yeah. there for me in the past. I can kind of look back at that and recognize I have history with God. Right. So when Jesus is yeah. like, you have little faith, why did you doubt? You've been with me throughout this process. You've seen me do such miraculous things. You've been part of the miraculous happenings with me. Like you guys went out and you, uh, you know, preached and you healed people and you raised the dead and cast out demons. Like, like you've been part of this journey with me. And so why is this situation now causing you to doubt? And it's just right. one of those things of life that if we forget, you know, if we forget in the moment how good he is and how faithful he is, then we can just just as easily, you know, fall into that trap of, you know, thinking that we're stuck or that we're on our own or that this time it's too much. This time yeah. it's too hard for God. Right. And, uh, but yeah, just kind of stepping in, standing in that place of agreement and partnership with God. That, yeah, because um, like with the feeding, yeah. like I guess they had some of the security of him literally next to them. You know what I mean? And um, and it was like, well, worst case, if this miracle doesn't work, we just send them away. They can go figure it out themselves. Um, but then when they're in the boat, he's like, Jesus told them to go ahead. He's like, I'm going to go pray. Like he told them to go ahead. And that one, they were that was an easier obedience because he didn't say, go do this hard thing. They were like, oh, he told us to go ahead. We'll go say and then things got bad. You know what I mean? And then things got worse. You're like, God, I was, I was being obedient. You know what I mean? Like I was just kind of walking this out. I was doing what you told me to do. Why would you let this happen or that happen? And right. this feels like it's life and death. And you're not even here with us this time. Like where, where did you go? You know what I mean? Jesus, where are you at? And, and I think that's what happens sometimes is um, we, we see his faithfulness in, in one situation and circumstance. And then when the circumstances are a different type of challenge, uh where we our memories a little bit shorter we're like well if he if he mm -hmm. if he would provoke if he provided in one season what would change this time or if he delivered you in one season what well, we'd be different this time we're like well well this time it's it's a bigger deal or this time it's scarier or this time it's it's health or this time it's finances or this time it's relationships yeah. or this time it's yeah. that and yeah. and sometimes sometimes those areas like we feel like we have less control so it's scarier sometimes those areas um, True. we are relying on those things or our own strength more, more than God's. 
um, or we, or maybe sometimes, sometimes those things may be a little bit of an idol where it's, whether it's our comfort or our ability to do things ourselves or a relationship we rely on more than him. Um, and so when those things get shook, it shake, we feel a lot more shook. And, and mm. to your point, he continues to say like, I'm the same dude, like, like I'm the same, I'm the same provider. I'm the same guy. Like you don't have a reason to, and he did, and he did challenge him there a little bit. Um, and that's, I think for me, that's why I, it really, that, that particular story stood out a lot because, um, you also just see the the heart of Jesus, like in the same way that he had compassion on the hungry people. Like he also like had care for the disciples when he saw what they were struggling with. In the meantime, the whole reason that Jesus went up to that mountain in the first place to pray is because he just found out that John the Baptist had been beheaded. And so he's mm-hmm. trying to process and mourn that and get away. And these crowds follow him. And so he's got a minister when he's feeling theoretically depleted, you know what I mean? And, and he's right. got to, he's yeah. got to give out of, out of what, what God can provide. And so he has mm-hmm. to give of himself to people that are needy when he himself is trying to like go and wanting to be alone with God. And he needs a, a refreshing in that, in that yeah. sense. Um, yep. And, um, but he still had, he still had obedience and he still modeled that for us. And he still had care and love for people. And so that was another mm-hmm. challenging aspect of it where, in the midst of even his own things that 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 Jesus was feeling, uh, he was still ready to just get alone with the Father and abide with Him. That was his answer. He was also ready to yeah. to care for the needs of others around him, um, and uh, and it's just a powerful example of of him like loving God and loving others. And uh, and it was it was care and it was love and it was obedience and it was it was realness and. Uh, it's just a cool thing, man. Like, and Jesus just continues to show his, his, his heart in all of those things. Um, and it's a powerful thing. So, because whether you're a pastor or whether you're just a, like a mom or a dad, or whether you're a boss somewhere, or what, if you have people in your life that rely on you, um, there's going to be yeah. moments where you're feeling depleted and you don't have like a whole lot to give. Um, and I've seen God do that in my life where I'm like, God, like I have nothing to offer this person right now. Um, and he's just kind of like, yeah, I know (laughs) that's kind of the point. Like, it's not, it's not you, uh, it's not your abilities and your capacity, but it's, it's you, uh, being available. It's you having enough care and compassion to, to be there for people. It's you, um, choosing to, to express love and then, and then trust me that I'll, I'll give you and them what they need for that moment. You're really just yeah. not to downplay, but you're really just a vessel. You know what I mean? Like yes, we we're absolutely. just we're just a funnel for his love and his goodness and his power. Like yeah. we're we're we get to we get to be able to to be a part of that. And uh and he continues to remind us that like like why like circumstances are gonna change all of the time. Um yeah. but my, I'm still the same. I'm, I'm the same yesterday and today. Like I'm, I'm, I still love you the same. I still love others the same. And I still want you to love me and love others. And, and yeah, I want to yeah. love others through you. And, uh, and so, um, it's just, so it's just been cool. It's been able, it's for this season, at least for me, it's, it's been those reminders and that like, all right, God, you're going to do it. And even if, whether it was stage four cancer or whether it's, uh, leaving one place without another place to go for, for life and work and ministry and, and place to live. Like there, 
always reminders, but I think yeah. for us, a, a big part of it is our perspective. You know what I mean? I can focus yeah. on the negative. I can focus on myself. I can focus on the hardship and, and I can be cynical, like you said, or bitter or, or whatever it might be. But, um, and he has enough grace to like, he's not like immediately pissed off when we feel our feelings. Do you know what I mean? Like, like oh, yeah. he actually oh, yeah. lets us process them with him. Yeah. And he can handle that. He can handle our bad attitude and use us anyway. Yeah. And uh, oh, it... thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Because <laughs> uh, I, I take it to him, you know, a lot of times I take my bad attitude to him. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here you go. Yeah, I'm just glad. I'm glad he's not. Uh, I'm glad he's not impatient and he's kind. He's gracious, man, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Well, listen, man, we should we should probably start wrapping this up. But I do want to yeah, say because, yeah, yeah. you know, when you when you mentioned that there about the fact that we're um, we're just vessels is like I feel like on if, if on both sides, like if we could if we could remember that I'm not not to not to belittle, you know, who we are in the eyes of God and all that kind of stuff. But but I mean, to, to recognize that we are at the end of the, like we're vessels so that. Uh, second Corinthians says the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so that like we get to, we have the privilege of being a vessel for the King of glory, <laughs> like to be a vessel of his goodness, to be a vessel of his, of his glory, of his presence, of his power. Yeah. And so that like, whatever, whatever circumstances I'm going through, like if I could remember that, like if I could, if I could remember the fact that, like I'm still, like even when I'm really going through it, I'm still a vessel for His glory. Yeah. And there's something incredible, like when we read that whole passage in Second Corinthians chapter four, it's such an incredible thing, of like when we are, like it talks about being hard pressed on every side, and all, like all these different things that happen, that there is more of His glory that gets revealed in the process. Yeah. And so it's kind yeah. of like what you what what you mentioned there. I love the fact that at the end of that story that Peter, you know, gets back in the boat and even in his imperfection and in, you know, him starting to sink and, you know, getting distracted by the wind and the waves and stuff like that. The, the fact is, like, he still stepped out in faith and obedience. Yeah. And the result of it was the, the rest of the disciples in the boat having an experience with Jesus right. that they probably had never had before right. where That's like good. now they're praising him. They're giving him glory. They're recognizing um, how good he is on a different right. level because now one of their own, they witnessed step out in obedience and do something that was so far beyond their ability to comprehend. Right. So it's like when we're just willing to be that vessel and to be obedient and to recognize the assignment that God has given us in the moment that we're in. Again, even if like the circumstances are out of control or whatever, the the end result of that is that his glory gets revealed yeah, and, the, and that we get more of him. Right. So it's like if everything in my life is amazing, if I feel like I'm in the promised land or if I feel like I'm in the wilderness, if I feel like whatever, like at the end of the day, I get him in the process no yeah. matter what, as long as I keep my heart you know, open before him. Yeah. That's powerful. And so that's awesome. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> <But> yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So um, on that note, I uh, man, I do. I appreciate you, man. I thank you for for sharing and um, sharing details and getting yeah. stuff because I think it's really really helpful. That like just the realness of like where we are, where we yeah, like the process, the journey that we're on with God, and that it's not always pretty and it doesn't always feel good, but learning to kind of you know trust him and yeah. walk in agreement with him through that process is just really cool and right. i appreciate you for sharing i think it's like i think it's really helpful yeah glad to man and i think that uh there's like a like a quick verse couldn't even tell you where it was to be honest where 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 god says like I got to paraphrase it um, where he's basically saying like, <laughs> like the gist of it is I comfort you so that you can be a comfort to others. Like you've been comforted. Like, so like God comforts us and is with us so that we can be a comfort to others. Like we go yes. through difficult things and we learn about his character and his goodness and that he's bigger than all of it. And he's the main character and that it's, it's not even about us. It's about him. Um, and then when we go through that and we learn those things, now we have that, treasure to be able to share with someone else when they go through something difficult and we can help them get to that same that same knowledge that same conclusion mm -hmm. that same awareness or like you said like revelation of just who god is yeah. and his character and his love and so all that to say like i've gone through my 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 fair share but i but god has mm -hmm. and i and i've handled it better sometimes than others for sure and uh but god continues to be good and he continues to use it regardless of how messy it might be and uh, he's just been real faithful. And so like, why not, why not share the process? Why not share the circumstance, even when it hasn't been all buttoned up and, and made tidy yet, or it hasn't, mm. I'm, I'm in the middle of it, you know what I mean? But, but some too many times we hear about it after the fact, uh, when God already did the thing, and it's just kind of like, well, I'm in the middle, but God's doing the thing. And, uh, and what does it look like to, to walk through that in the middle of it? And so it's uh it's cool man again it's uncomfortable but it's good uh love it uh well i love you man you're love the you best too, bro. thanks for having me appreciate i appreciate it all your time and everything sure. and uh i don't know i was gonna make a joke just now about how you were gonna become my permanent co-host but it just, <laughs> I, I i lost i lost interest <laughs> in, my, in my own joke oh i thought you meant in, in my interest up, in me i gave up before i started to say it so i just got like frozen there for a second no not in that that would be my my favorite my favorite thing ever uh that's um, good but yeah um yeah, well thanks man and uh yeah, thanks everybody it. for yeah, uh, yeah, for being here. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for checking out the episode. Hope that it was a blessing to you. And uh, if you're listening to this on one of the podcast platforms, don't forget to uh, leave a comment or a review. Um, and uh, that'd be amazing. Thank you guys so much. Love you, brother. Love you too, bro. Take care. All right. Bye, everybody.